can I pet that dog? No. Can I pet that dog? No. Can I pet that dog? No, he's can sleeping. Can I pet that dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll that dog. You can go to sleep. No, I can't go to sleep because I Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast. Hi, my name is Ashley and I'm an introvert. Today is a very, very special episode. This episode is going to be all about dogs, specifically the pit breed. Um, pit bulls, I feel, or pit or the pit breed in general, I feel in my opinion, um, are one of the top most misunderstood and mistreated, often neglected breed of dogs. Um, so joining me today on this discussion um, let's talk about our pit bull babies, actress and pit rescue advocate, Diane Scott. Hi, Ashley. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to talk about pitties. I could talk about them all day and usually do. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> Me too. I just, you know, being on Instagram, you know, Instagram is, you know, part of just everyday life now, which is so weird. I came across um, a lot of your videos with you and your pits do you have just one pit bull or do you have um more than one we have two um they are they're both rescues they're both pit bull mixes we're not exactly sure um okay what they are exactly but we know there's you know there's uh pity in both of them uh, one of them has a staff staffordshire terrier in her and then um wednesday and then pugsley has we believe american Wait, American Bulldog, but that's not that's not uh, by definition in the the pit bull breed. But uh, I think right. we, he, we think he has Staffy in him as well. So, you know, and they they just have that big block. They both have the big blockheads and the big stocky big bodies, heads. and yeah, the uh -huh. big old heads. So, yeah, they're, they're my babies. Uh -huh. So, okay, first, can you tell me about um, how you came to adopt them both? Yeah. So. About nine years ago, my husband and I were looking to adopt our first dog together, and I knew nothing about pit bulls. Um, <clears throat> it was actually someone who was kind of, I hate to say, use the word brainwashed by the media, but you know, I kind of look back and I feel that I was because, um, uh, we, so the, one of the pictures that we were looking at for one of the dogs that we were considering, he was a pit mm -hmm. bull mix. And my husband really loved, like, just, he's like, loved the way that he looked and he's had pit bulls his whole life. But when I saw the picture, I was like, you know, that, that brainwashing or whatever you want to call it kind of kicked in. Right. And I was like, wait a minute. Um, you know, it, this is a pit bull or a pit mix or whatever. Like, and he, isn't that dangerous to have around and mm -hmm. to have our own kids and can't they snap at any time? And, you know, kind of all those like random <laughs> things that we've heard at some point or another right. like, in the media or the news. But anyway, so he, you know, he, he gently laughed and educated me. And he's like, no, babe, those are all, you know, those are myths. Um, and because I trust him, you know, with my life, I was like, all right, let's try this. And was totally proved wrong. I like just couldn't, I couldn't believe how wrong I had been. Um, this dog, we named him Hurley. He was, um, I mean, he was just amazing. He was so loyal, so loving, so affectionate. Um, mm -hmm. never once did I feel like that he was going to bite me or like turn on me mm -hmm. and he was aggressive, you know, for no reason and all that. So, you know, as I just, I became fascinated with him, um, just learning about him and learning about this breed. Then we got it. We got a, um, another rescue. Her name is Wednesday. And then, um, 
she's also she's the one we have now too um Hurley actually passed away when he was only four years old he got lymphoma which was awful um but so when we had Hurley and Wednesday that's when I created my Instagram which is called the tale of two pities and um yeah so after Hurley passed away it was just of course just devastating he was only four it was just one of the worst experiences of my life and yeah all of yeah all of the the humans in the house my my stepchildren and my husband and all all of our cats and of course Wednesday the other dog were just devastated so we we knew we needed wanted to rescue another one and that's when we found Pugsley from a rescue and we named him Pugsley to go with Wednesday because of the Adam family (laughs) (laughs) and yeah so now now he's been with us for five years and I just keep falling more in love with this breed they're just amazing Yeah, they are incredible. You know, I had sort of the same bias, you know, as you Mm -hmm. towards, um, as, uh, towards pits, you know, my sister and I, you know, were looking to adopt a dog and, you know, she loved pits, you know, she loved pit bulls. And for me, you know, I was just sort of like, "Mm, they seem kind of dangerous. You know, (laughs) I, every, every time, you know, I've kind of been around one, I've always been kind of like cautious and not really wanting to be around one. So, I don't know. I'm like, maybe a lab, maybe, (laughs) maybe a golden retriever, one of the quote unquote nice dogs, you know, I'm like, or, yeah, yeah, I'm like, or it can be a mix. I I can go with, you know, a pit and a lab mix. Like I would go with that, you know? So I was just like, "Eh, I don't know, but we have a shelter um, close to where we live. This is where we adopted um, our dog low. Um, And is he a pit bull? Or is he he or she a pit bull? He's a he's a pit bull. He is a Staffordshire uh, pit, I believe, as well. He has sort of the stripes, oh, you know, on him. So yeah, yeah. yep, oh, the big head, you know, yeah. floppy ears. <laughs> yep. So, so um, you know, when we went to the shelter, you know, we were just like, you know, we're just gonna look at the dogs, you know, just you know, sort of get a feel. And um, so we went and we walked, you know in between the kennels, you know, looking at the dogs and stuff like that and sort of like saying, okay, we want to see that one. We want to see that one. We want to see that one. And so we picked out three dogs that we wanted to see. And so they brought us out into this playroom where Uh they basically introduce, you know, the dogs to, you know, their potential owners and all of that. And um, the first dog we saw was a pit. Um, He was black where he was white and he had black spots. And, um, Mm. He was just super high energy. He was just like, go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah. And he just was like, and his, his, um, his toy that he really loved was uh, tennis balls. So they were like, you know, play, you know, play with him with this tennis ball. And, you know, as we were playing with him, he was just super, just super energetic. And just, he just, you know, he was like nipping and stuff. And so we were just mm-hmm. like, you know, he needs some more, he needs, you know, a family that can fit his um his energy level yeah you know so we were like you know he's not really what we're looking for but you know he's a really good dog and so the second dog which was low um his name was originally loaf like a loaf of bread (laughs) they brought brought in (laughs) low and um and when he came in there he was just he ignored us he oh, didn't walk funny. up to us, he, right? 
he he did not walk up to us. He just walked around the room. He was sniffing everything. You know, he was sniffing the previous dog that was in there, you know, you yeah, know, smelling yeah, them. Yeah. And so he was just ignoring us. You know, when we walked up to him, you know, he was wagging his tail. You know, he let us pet him and stuff like that. But he was just like, whatever. Like, I don't know who you are, but fine. Whatever. You're in here. I'm in here. And we were like, we looked at each other. We were like, we like him. <laughs> like, we really, some, yeah. Something about him just sort of being nonchalant, just being yeah. like, whatever. I don't care. You know, I'm not jumping on you. Like, but we're cool. We're in here together. You know, right. we were like, we like him. So we're like, tell us more about him. You know, where'd he come from and stuff like that. They're like, oh, he's a, um, we just found him. You know, he was a stray, you know, so no one, you know, no one, you know, handing him over or anything like that. They're like, he's potty trained, you know, he's housebroken, you know, he's a really, really good dog. You know, he's good with other dogs. He likes people. So we're yeah. like, oh my God, like, this is like <laughs> fate, you know? This is a good, but this we is saw a good this. boy. <laughs> yeah. So, but there was this other dog that we really wanted to see as well. And, but these, these uh, other people, this other family, you know, had already, they were, you know, hanging out with him. So we're like, mm-hmm. oh no. And the way the adoption process works is if you have multiple families that want the same dog, you have to sort of do a raffle. And it's like, really? whatever name they, yes. And whatever, wow. well, with this shelter, yeah. So, you know, to make it, I guess, quote fair. unquote fair, yeah. they're like, we, you know, we don't want to just give, you know, when another family, you know, wants the dog. Right. So right. they do like this raffle thing. So we're like, oh no, what if we really oh. want that dog? And we have to fight for him, you know? Yeah. And, um, but but we asked them, we're like, well, tell us a little bit about that dog, you know? And this dog uh, was a female. She was a female. She was all black. And um, they're like, oh, you know, she's still in training, you know, she's but she's a really good dog. Um, what else did they say? They said, oh, but she's not housebroken. She's not potty trained. And we're like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's, a little, that's so, some work to do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of work. So we're like, Low it is. <laughs> so yeah. we, we we adopted low and Aww. it has been uh amazing <laughs> incredibly you know wonderful experience you know having him in our lives he is just the best I'm gonna cry talking about him but Aww. he is just the best dog oh my god he's he's just amazing so after adopting him like all my bias towards pit bulls have completely just like gone away. I'm like, you have no idea mm-hmm. what such wonderful, caring, just like the sweetest. They're babies. They are. They're big. They they're are big babies. babies. Yeah. 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 And so that's my like, story. Yeah. I'm so glad that you, I'm so glad. I mean, that's like, I mean, I just told you mine, like it sounds so similar, but all it takes is one, you know, one, one pit bull to, to change everything for you and you know there are like of course okay so I I was just talking I had another interview yesterday um and we were talking about um like the pit the uh like why are there why do there seem to be more accidents or like incidences with pit bulls and attacks and biting and I truly think that the media reports more on pit bulls than they do yes. the other dog because they don't have to report a dog attack you know but if it's like oh this pit bull did it that goes with the mm-hmm. narrative you know um mm-hmm. but actually i did i did a study um i wrote an article i did a study on if that was even true or not and it's not 
it's not true that pit bulls have the, um, like the highest percentage of dogs involved in yeah. bites or accidents. It's, it's just not true. Um, and, and, you know, I, and also I think when it's very important for people to know when there are incidences with the pit bulls, because of course mm-hmm. it has happened, it does happen, you know, that's why it's really important um, for pit bull owners to be really responsible as far as training their dogs and keep like, no, like always have your dog on a leash. This also goes for any breed in my opinion. Like don't let your dog just run around. I don't care how small he is. Mm -hmm. Um, Be responsible, damn it. And, and like, (laughs) there are, yeah. And if you, you know, I can't even imagine actually this, this, I learned this lesson the hard way because um, Pugsley, the puppy we adopted after Hurley, he was a great puppy. He was just, just this floppy little ball of love. He loved our cats, our dog, our other dogs. But when he went through puberty, when he was about one years old, he started getting yeah. weird towards other dogs he didn't know. And then mm-hmm. it, it got so bad because I hadn't trained him. I hadn't socialized him enough. And so I didn't like leave the house with him for a long time because I was scared. And yeah. finally, my best friend was like, you this is ridiculous he needs you need to go on walks with him you need to like live your life to take him to training go to my go to my trainer so finally I got my butt into class a group class with him with um like 12 other owners and their dogs I cried maybe the first three (laughs) sessions yeah it was so stressful but guess what you know three years later I walk him every day I have no anxiety I'm Mm -hmm. his leader now I got his butt into shape. He, you know, he still has triggers or whatever, but like, it's so different. I can manage it. And yes. there's just, I think there's a lot of people who don't ever train their dogs and, or they were like me and just didn't really think about it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, things happen. And then it's like, oh my gosh, this dog is going to be put down because he bit someone, but he didn't yeah. know any better or you let him out or you weren't watching him or et cetera. Et cetera. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> that I I totally agree. And, and like another thing I want to make, you know, people aware of when they're adopting any breed of dog is be prepared for them to come along with, um, with difficulties sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because when we adopted low, you know, the first week was okay. I took off, um, so we adopted him on a Friday. So I had the weekend I was off of work and I took off an extra day just to spend some time with him, you know, and bond, Yeah. you know, but I had to go back to work, you know, on that Tuesday. So I was just like, okay. Um, but for the first, I'd say first two weeks, it was okay. You know, um, we would leave the house and, you know, come back and he seemed okay. You know, he didn't seem stressed or anything like that. So I'm like, okay. But there was this one day that um, I got off of work, you know, I came home and I saw that um, he had been chewing on um, (laughs) on the door on like the piece of wood that connects the door. And I was like, hmm, okay." Uh And so I cleaned that up. And I was like, okay, um, but I had to leave because I, um, I was, I was going out with some friends. So I was just like, okay, make sure he had water. I was like, took him out, you know, let him pee and all that stuff like that. And I was like, okay. And then I came back and Diane, he, <laughs> my, 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 my front, my front door, he had ripped half, he ripped the whole bottom half off the oh, door. My God. The that whole is- bottom oh. half off the front door and I was just like no he didn't no he didn't get out but if he had continued oh he would have been out 
And I was just like, front door. What was it? That front door, and it was wooden. It was it was wooden, but it was like there was no hole, there was no cracks in it. So how did he do that? How did he do that? And I was just like, they're so strong. It's crazy. I was like, dude, what the heck? (laughs) And so I'm just like, okay, okay, don't get mad. Like, okay, he has anxiety. He has anxiety. I I see that now. He has separation anxiety. I'm like, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, okay, got the door fixed, you know? Yeah. Um, The shelter, um, they have like pit bull classes where they like, train you on how to they train both of you you know of how to you know how to walk how to everything you know Mm -hmm. and so you know taking them on regular walks you know helps you know getting them tired you know yeah reduces anxiety stress and all of that and so it's just like okay these are things I have to do because obviously he has you know anxiety and separation anxiety and all that so I'm like okay and then after that you know that was you know it was that just isolated incident and but it's been wonderful so far. So that's just wow. one thing I want to tell everyone is just be prepared for sometimes um, they come along with, you know, with, with certain issues and you have to be prepared to deal with it. And you can't just be, you know, anyone else. I know a lot of other people would have completely been like, no, take this yep. dog back. Yep. I don't want yep. this dog. This dog destroyed my door. I, you know, and I was just like, I can't, we can't do that. We no. can't do that. Like this dog, yeah. yeah, we we can't do that. So I just wanted to make that clear. Like if you're adopting, be prepared for any issues that come along with it. But know that there's help out there if there are issues. So yeah, there's there's tons of resources, and that's funny that first of all, I think that's I mean I just applaud you for not giving up because most like most new dog owners would would give up, you know, because you don't know, you don't know any better. Yeah. It's kind of scary. And it's like, what is he going to do next? So I totally applaud you for, for like digging deeper and working with him and understanding he's not doing that because he's a bad dog. He has separate separation anxiety, like you said. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Hurley, Hurley, the dog, um, our first kitty that I told you about earlier, um, he was actually, so he had an owner for a year and his owner took him he just dumped him at the shelter after a year when Hurley was one because he would come home and Hurley was starting to get anxious and so he would chew up the kitchen so he mm-hmm. took him to the shelter and left him there now in this incident I'm glad that that idiot did that because I got the most amazing dog I got to rescue <laughs> the most amazing dog because he dumped him yes. at the shelter but yeah it's such a it's such a good point because there's there's just not especially with dogs you know there's just expect that something there's going to be some kind of issue um and even yeah. if it's not like for for pugsley my dog he is very reactive he's the one i've been i train and work with every day mm-hmm. um and i have to like work really hard to manage that so we don't backslide um so that's his deal and then wednesday our other dog she has had not behavioral problems but stomach and digestive problems and i can't even yes. tell you how much stuff i've cleaned up because his poor dog, like, yes, she was allergic to her food for a long time. That's a whole other subject. But um, there's just always going to be some kind of mess you've got to clean up or something you need to learn to manage. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's a great point. Um, yeah, I was going to do yeah. something else. I forgot. So go ahead. <laughs> It'll come back to me. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> so yeah, saying, I, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's just the breed, but they are very sensitive. Their skin is sensitive mm-hmm. and their stomachs are sensitive. 
like low, he can't, he can't eat chicken. Um, mm-hmm. yep. He can't, there's certain other things he can't eat. But so I've like, I found this food that agrees with his stomach, which is called um, Taste of the Wild. He likes that. And okay. then also I have these like diet treats, like sort of uh, digestive treats that I give him as well. So he can't really have table food. Unfortunately, he loves it. You yeah, know, and it's, so it's not good for them. So that's smart yeah. that you don't give it to them. Yeah. So I'm just um, like, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I want you to be healthy. So in the long run, you're totally obviously doing, doing and doing them right. Um, yeah. Oh, that, okay. So that's what I was going to say about the anxiety, just for, for anyone who's dealing with a dog with anxiety, like chew issues. Um, so if you kind of think about it this way, like if you leave your dog it out in your house, especially if he's relatively new with you and mm-hmm. you can't explain to him where you're going, you can't explain to him, you'll be back in an hour. Yep. I mean, you know, it makes sense that he's going to be, have crazy anxiety. He's going to want to get out. He's going to need to release his energy in some way. So for a lot of dogs, um, including Pugsy, my, my guy, he, he is crate, he's crate trained. Mm-hmm. And um, that works wonders. And, you know, I've had people tell me that I'm abusing him because I'm putting him in a cage. I'm like, dude, he's like runs to his bed. He has a yeah. super big giant space. He's got a bed in, in his crate. He's got a blanket. He he runs in there all the time. Like he loves it. It's a little safe space. And then we cover it with a blanket so it's dark. And then he, mm-hmm. he can just take a nap and not worry. So if anyone's kind of looking for a solution, um, to create, uh, just to, to ease their anxiety, I would definitely look into crate training and there's some really great resources online and, um, YouTube and all that. But, um, yeah, it's, it really, it really helps a lot of dogs to just have that space little home to crawl into and, and not That's worry. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Crate training is, you know, a lifesaver for a lot of people. And it's true. You don't want your dog to be stressed out when you leave, you know? Mm-hmm. So you gotta, you gotta do the work and you gotta find ways to, to de-stress them, you know, because it's not good. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So what advice, um, or how do I say this? What, what is important? I guess we already talked about it. I was just going to say what's important to know about adopting or what's, what's important to know, um, about adopting, not shopping for a pet. Ah, yeah, that's <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, my favorite. Uh, and again, I just talked about this yesterday. And we had this awesome conversation because it's, uh, yeah, it's it's so important because, I mean, you you personally have been to a shelter, you know, you were just saying yes. that. And so what, there's something about going physically to a shelter and seeing and like feeling the energy of all the animals that are in there. And I have to give a huge shout out to shelter, pe- shelter workers and people because my stepson and I actually volunteered at our local shelter right before COVID hit. Okay. Um, and that was just a really amazing experience because the people who work at shelters, like they're doing it because they love animals. Yes. You know, they, they, are, mm-hmm. a, they have such em- empathy and compassion for animals. And it's just a really rare thing, I think, just to be able to, because, you know, it's, it's not an easy job. It's not a clean job. Um, no. But yeah, so just, so I would just suggest to anyone who's considering buying a dog, um, first of all, there are purebred dogs everywhere. You please don't yes. go to to a breeder and spend seven thousand dollars or whatever the hell it is. You know, there mm-hmm. are specific um, rescues. Like there's like a pit bull rescue. There's la- a lab rescue, a poodle rescue. Um, I guarantee anywhere, wherever you live, you know, um, if that's really important to you to having a purebred. However, 
I think it's also important to know that shelter animals, strays, you know, animals who have been through hell, um, mm -hmm. been abused, they are not, you know, too far gone. They're not um, damaged goods. They are, yeah. they actually often can become, you know, with, with some work, of course, and some training and compassion, like the most amazing friend you never knew you needed just because, just because they know that you saved them, you know? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just, I think that I really, you know, I just, I'll never support a breeder because I just, I think it's wrong to continue to breed yeah. animals when they already have, we have millions of homeless animals so who are dying. Yeah. They're dying to find a home and they literally die. Some of them, they yeah. get put down because the shelters are overrun. Mm -hmm. um, more come in every day. Some of the, some of the, like, I know that if, if Pugsley had, had gone to a shelter, knowing like his temperament and like what he went through during pre he probably would have been put down pretty quickly because yeah. they wouldn't have been able to handle him you know in a in like a um i was gonna say cell that's not the right word <laughs> whatever <laughs> like a run right next to another dog you know so it's just i can't find any way to justify supporting a breeder and um not to mention all the backyard breeders and the puppy mills yes like, yes you don't even have to have a license like people just buy they just do red dogs mm -hmm. yeah and just mm -hmm. like do it out of their home and they don't give it you know they don't they just sell them to whoever wants to pay like no background mm -hmm. checks for some of these places mm -hmm. so yeah i just think it's i don't think it's right and i think um you know there there are just so many amazing animals waiting at, at shelters that you yeah. should check out first first and foremost and only <laughs> Exactly. You know, so many animals that need your love and will love you back mm -hmm. unconditionally. So, mm -hmm. yep. yeah. And, and also, you know, I want to, I've, I, in California, I believe it's not illegal yet, but the docking of the ears and the tails and stuff, mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. that really just, I just, every time I come across a video or a picture of it, I'm just like, it infuriates me because I'm know. like, how could you do that to your dog? Like, how could you do that? And, and like, that's, yeah. and that, that's a whole other. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's like, I know that there's like, there's reasons why they do it, but I don't, I don't, again, that's another thing I can't justify. I'm like, his ear, he needs his ears. Yeah. Like, is it? Cause some people do it just simply for the aesthetics, which I think is yes. so messed up. Um, yes. Because this dog, this dog isn't your possession. He's not mm -hmm. your possession. He is his own creature. He is, yep. has his own personality. He is his own being. You know, you're just his guardian. You're his leader. That's it. Um, Basically. Yeah. And then also, you know, I, people, I've heard the argument that they, um, they cut off the ears and the tails because, like, they could get caught in doors or something. Or I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> Um, what about should, why don't you just cut off their legs then? Because their legs can get caught yeah. too. Like, what are you talking about? Should I cut off my fingers because it might get yeah. smashed in the door? Like, no. Yeah. Are you yeah. serious? Exactly. Yeah. It just it's ugh. and they're and they're like so, yeah. What? Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. And the other excuse is that they get like frequent um, ear infections, oh, and ear I'm infections. like, that's right. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> That's not even true. Like my my one of our dogs, Wednesday, she's seven. She's had one ear infection in her whole life. Yeah, I'm real glad. I'm real sad that we didn't chop her ears off to avoid that one ear infection. That what one ear infection. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. There's so many people. There's just so many people out there with misinformation. It's really like scary to me. And and I and it's not even that I've judged these people because I used to be someone, like I said, I used to be scared or, you know, not scared of pit bulls, mm-hmm. but like, oh yeah, no, they're dangerous and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Without just have without even putting any thought into it. So I didn't know that you should train your dog. And now I'm like, okay, that's pretty obvious. You know, it's like you just yeah. you just learn these things as you go. And that's why I think it's important for people like you and me to be really loud about it so that we can bring things to people's attention without, you know, um, judging them too harshly. And, you know, unless they're yeah. a breeder, <laughs> right. A backyard unless, breeder, I should yeah. say. Those are especially bad. Um, yeah. But yeah, just to, to help educate and like make, make people maybe think twice about something or like be like, oh, I never thought of it that way and kind of look into it further and, you know, just dig deeper. And that's important. Yeah. And educate yourself, you know, that's, it's so important, you know, it's so easy to say, oh, I want a dog, you know, and then go, but you have to educate yourself about breed. You have to educate Mm -hmm. yourself about health stuff, you know, all of that. So you can be a good owner, a good, you know, advocate for your animal as well. So. Yeah. And, and putting um, together like a, a budget beforehand because people, oh, often, yeah. um, they often <laughs> don't understand how expensive no. freaking animals are. Um, yes. And, and, you know, a, a lot of people can't afford the animal they just brought home and then the animal yes. might end up back in the shelter again. And that's like the, the thing we definitely want to avoid. So mm-hmm. knowing like just all the, you know, all, all of the costs, all of the time it's going to take, all of the things you need to do to prepare to help him you know learn and and um acclimate and all that so yeah very important to prepare that that can be so expensive you know even just regular (laughs) (laughs) just even regular visits regular visits I'm like oh that's 75 dollars for just the you just check this heart okay (laughs) just like all right and then yeah you know recently he had a scare um we thought he might um might have had cancer so um, so okay? we, I was oh yeah he's totally fine now okay. they took blood you know and um took blood took his urine and all of that that was that was fun collecting his urine because I I couldn't <laughs> put it off the ground obviously so wait, wait, you had to collect it? How are you I had to collect it? it so when they so when I took him to the vet um they were like yeah you know um we're gonna I, you know they took his blood um, they gave him a couple of shots and, you know, they were like, and here's a cup, you know, you need to collect his what? urine and bring it back to us. And I was like, I have never okay. heard that before. That's hilarious. I, <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, does it have to be warm? Does it have to, is it okay? If they're like, no, just put it in a bag, you know, put it in your refrigerator, you know, and then the next day you can like drop it off to us. I'm like, okay. So Every time he went outside, wow. like I had my cup with me, I'm following around <laughs> and he's looking oh at me like, what are God. you doing? <laughs> yeah. And so Mama. I like, he lifts, he lifts up his leg and I'm like, stuck the cup up under there. I'm like, oh <laughs> he's just staring gosh. at me like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, it, it was, it was, it was a mess, but I'm so glad that, you know, the test came back. They were like, no, we can't find any cancer or anything like oh. that. But I was just like, that was one of the scariest moments of my life. I was just yes. like, you like, you can't be, you have to be kidding me. Like right now we just got him. Like, there's no way. So, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so it's yeah, worst, it's the worst feeling, but it's so good that you just like 
keep, you know, keep, keep checking him, keep him healthy, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. How old is he? He is, he turned five um, last year. So it would be six in July. So yeah, oh. he's, he's a grown boy, a grown a boy. Grown, we got him at four. Boy. So oh. <laughs> he's got a long so, life yeah. ahead of him. He does. And that's why, and that was another part of why it made me so sad. I just, I was just like, I just, he's so yeah. young too. I'm just like, yeah. oh my gosh. And know, he still is, has yeah. so much life in him. Yeah. Just keep him healthy. Healthy yeah. and loved. <laughs> Absolutely. Like every day I'm just like, I know he's tired of me. I'm always like kissing him and stuff and like, you know, hugging him. Cause I'm just <laughs> like, he's like, he's like the love of my life. I just love him so Aww. much. So I can relate. Totally relate. Yeah. So Plus it's like I just, they're so they're just so damn cute. What do they expect us yeah. to not like obsess over them every day? You like know? how did you not your little face? Yeah, I'm gonna kiss face, you all like, day uh, every day and not have a life because of you. Because I want to be here with you all day. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like you know, whenever I leave, you know, he looks at me and I'm just like, bye. <laughs> He's I just know, like, all right, your heart. all right, I'll I'll see you when you get home. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, oh. but um, oh my god, I just want to thank you so much for for coming on my podcast to just gush about um <laughs> you know our puppies i'm just uh just obsessed so of um, is there anything is there anything you like to promote anything you know yeah sure so um so just um my instagram is kind of where i hang out the most it's um, a tale of two pities like a tale of two cities the charles dickens movie uh, or movie <laughs> charles dickens book excuse me um, a tale of two pities and two is the is the letter the number I can't talk today it's the number two okay <laughs> but um, yeah I just I love like you said I'm an actress and I just I love being silly and funny and I have you know I just have all these ridiculous videos with my dogs and skits and we have like I have like outfits that we all that you know and uniforms that we wear and it's just it's just ridiculous so if you like to laugh and um see cute dogs find me on Instagram. Um, and yeah, I think everything else you can find there. I have a children's book series about my animals called the tale of two pities. Oh, nice. series. Uh, just, yeah, just kind of like helping kids just educate them, um, about pit bulls and, um, start them early, you know, really understand yes. how awesome these dogs are. So those can be found on Amazon. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I like that. I like that it's a children's book. I mean, like, because it's also important to teach children of how to treat animals. You know, you yes. have some children, you know, they're, you know, the parents sort of let the children, you know, pull on the dog's ears, yes. tails yes. and stuff like that. And then when the dog reacts, mm-hmm. they're, oh, the dog's dangerous. And it's like, right. no, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the, the dog is seen thick and prodded and it doesn't want to be touched. Yes. You know, and there's a little so. thing, like in his face. <laughs> Like, hello, yes. I would probably bite the kid, too, if I was a dog, you know? Yes. Makes sense. So that is the person. That is awesome. So, thank you. Oh, my God. I, I would just love to have you back anytime. Um, yeah. But thank you so much, um, Diane, for joining this episode. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This was super fun.